In the humble city of Newmarket, Ontario, a young boy with dreams larger than life stared at the ceaseless factory machinery, his hands dirty and calloused. His reality was miles away from the dazzling world of comedy he yearned for. It was a stark contrast, the drudgery of the factory versus the gleaming spotlight on the comedy club stage. Fear whispered incessantly in his ear. What if you fail? What if they boo you off stage? What if the dreams you're chasing are just fantasies? He took the first step into the unknown, away from the safe yet mind-numbing monotony of the factory and into an unpredictable world of comedy. He was often met with silent audiences, disapproving critics, and long, lonely nights. Yet, he refused to let failure define him. Instead, it fueled his resilience, honing his skills, and sharpening his wit. Determined to manifest his destiny, he visualized his dreams with a symbolic gesture. He wrote himself a check for $10 million and carried it everywhere. Each time his fear resurfaced, he pulled out the check, reminding himself of the future he was striving towards. Years later, this same boy, now a man, stood at the pinnacle of comedic success. He had not only cashed that $10 million check, but he also captivated millions with his humor and raw talent. He showed us that embracing change wrestling with fear, and persistently chasing our dreams, no matter how far-fetched, can lead to unimaginable heights. That boy was none other than Jim Carrey. His life serves as a testament to the power of embracing change and overcoming fear, a narrative we can all learn from and apply in our own lives. Welcome to Live, Love, Learn, a podcast where we delve into living life to the fullest, nurturing self-love and loving others, and embracing lifelong learning. I'm on a quest to discover happiness and contentment in a world increasingly fixated on negativity. I embark on this journey not only for myself, but with a deeper purpose, to leave a roadmap to happiness for my sons and to invite anyone else who wishes to join as I strive to live my life to its full potential. This is Live, Love, Learn, the podcast. The story of Jim Carrey spoke to me as I'm embarking on this journey that perhaps some, or maybe even all, won't believe is possible. I'll need to have the resolve of not letting any negative energy deter me from my goal. And my goal is to build a community of people that simply want to focus on enjoying as much of our lives as possible. I've been making lots of plans to turn Live, Love, Learn into something more than just a podcast, and I'm going to keep working on it to improve it and keep striving to hit my goals. I'm not quite ready to publicly announce my goals, but I have written them down on a smart goal sheet and I'm planning on continuing to strive for these goals in spite of what anyone says. I look forward to sharing more in the coming weeks, but for now I need to learn more about embracing change and overcoming fear. But before we get into that, we must take a moment as we do each week to focus on the happiness highlights. This week was actually one of the more productive and overall happy weeks in recent memory for me. On more than one day, I played host to family and friends, cooking dinner, serving dessert, and of course, cleaning all the dishes as well. I also made a ton of progress for my job and also the live, love, learn plans. So all in all, a really fantastic week. And in a moment of silliness, when I was serving the family and friends dessert, I went into the freezer and saw that we had some sherbet. And so I took individual spoons of it to everyone as a palate cleanser and we had a good laugh, but also it was really just yummy and it did its job. And it was just a little bit of fun that I still was able to have, even though I was busy doing a lot of tasks that 
honestly used to really overwhelm me. So it was really a positive time for me. I also really enjoyed just immersing myself in listening to and engaging with our guests. And I felt very present through all of it. And I know I have this journey to thank for that without a doubt. And I hope you had some fun this week too. And feel free to take a moment now to focus on any of those times of happiness from this week. You know, sometimes topics just present themselves and I don't have to do much to connect them to my journey. And this week's topic is a perfect example. I was thinking about what my next topic would be when I saw a meme about Jim Carrey and how he had written himself a $10 million check. And I immediately felt a connection to this path and how he had big dreams and simply didn't allow the negatives to deter him. Something that I think we all do from time to time and I certainly have in my life. But they fueled him to get better. So let's learn more about embracing change and overcoming fear so that we can use our fear as a positive. So let's peek over that smart guy's shoulder and learn more about embracing change and overcoming fear and some strategies that we can all use as well. Change, they say it's the only constant in life. From the shifting seasons to the aging of our bodies, change is woven into the fabric of our existence. But when it comes to personal growth and productivity, change often feels like the dragon at the gates of a castle, breathing fire and trying to keep us from that treasure that we so desperately want. Fear of change can be paralyzing. It's that gnawing feeling in your stomach when you think about switching jobs, moving to a new city, or even trying a new productivity technique. It's that voice in your head that whispers things like, what if it doesn't work? What if people think you're silly? What are people going to think if it doesn't work out? How are you going to handle that? Well, imagine if we could shift our perspective. What if we could see change not as a foe, but as an ally? Fear, by its nature, is a reaction to a perceived threat. It keeps us safe, but it can also keep us stagnant. Fear of change can lead us to avoid risks, missed opportunities, and stay stuck in patterns that no longer serve us. It can hold us back from becoming the best version of ourselves. It doesn't have to be this way. By using researched and proven effective strategies, we can dance with change and use fear as a stepping stone rather than a stumbling block. Let's look at a few ways we can alter the way we feel about changes. First up is mindfulness, something we've talked about before, and it's a practice of staying present and accepting our feelings without judgment. So when fear arises, acknowledge it and observe it without trying to suppress or avoid it. Often this awareness in itself can reduce the intensity of fear and help us respond more calmly to change. So next time you feel that fear of change, note it, acknowledge it, and understand that it's a part of your journey, but not something to make more important than it is. Back in the day, any changes for humans meant there could be big problems, but in our modern society, that isn't necessarily the case, and it's certainly not nearly as dramatic as it once was. The next thing that we can think about is our growth mindset. Remember our young friend from Ontario? That's right, Jim Carrey. His journey was fueled by a growth mindset, the belief that abilities and intelligence can be developed through dedication and hard work. Embrace this mindset and view challenges as opportunities for growth, not as threats. And I would even add parenthetically that it doesn't necessarily take hard work, but just consistent work. Next up is visualization. Visualization is a powerful tool. Just like our comedy legend, write down your goal. Picture it in your mind. Feel it. Touch it. Live it in your imagination. This mental rehearsal primes your brain for success and keeps you focused and motivated. Perhaps you've done vision boards and really those are just a way to make sure you visualize your goals and dreams so they become believable. 
So if you have an idea of what you want, then visualize it and keep working towards that reality. Finally, exposure therapy. Consider exposure therapy. It's just a fancy term for gradually and repeatedly facing your fears until they no longer scare you. Start with small changes and work your way up. The idea here is that feeling fear by itself shouldn't be enough to stop us. We need to try to overcome small fears and build up to bigger ones so the feeling of fear is less intense and feels more surmountable. These are just a few strategies to start with. Embracing change is a journey, much like the journey that I'm on, it's not a destination. So each step you take, each fear you face brings you closer to your full potential. Remember, change may be inevitable, but fear is somewhat optional, at least how much attention we pay to it. So let's try to turn our fears from being roadblocks into being stepping stones for growth. Well, it's that part of the podcast now where we try to borrow the right tools from the teacher or from anyone else who has them available. The really great part about this segment is that we've already been discussing a few of the tools that we use for this throughout the podcast. The tools that can be really helpful are journaling and mindfulness, both things that we've been working on throughout this journey. Taking the time to write about our goals and being mindful of how our brain and body are responding can be really helpful. The other tool that we can use is a vision board. Take some time and effort to imagine what your ideal future looks like based on a passion you would love to pursue or a lifestyle change that you've been wanting to make. Create a vision board and revisit it frequently and work on believing it will happen and take active steps towards making it a reality. And if you get scared, acknowledge the fear. Realize why your brain and body are wanting you to feel fear, accept it, and then keep moving forward. So hopefully these tools can help you minimize the impact fear can have on making changes in your life. All right, time for some fun. Maybe a little less cheesiness this time. I don't know, but it's time from that class clown perspective. Just again, trying to take a look at some of these things we're trying to accomplish, trying to make it fun, trying to look at it from a different angle and just trying to make it less stressful and more about being silly and fun. It probably will come as a little surprise to anyone at this point that, um, you know, I've enjoyed Harry Potter in my life. And obviously this perspective from the class clown will make it clear that I really, really do enjoy Harry Potter. So welcome wizards, witches, and muggles alike to the class clown corner where we cast a little magic spell and turn our fears into hearty laughs. Remember the ridiculous spell from Harry Potter, one wave of a wand in your worst fear, your personal buggert, transforms into something hilariously absurd. This is what we aim for when dealing with our own fear of change. Think of change as a shape-shifting buggert lurking in your cupboard, It takes the shape of whatever frightens you the most. Maybe it's the fear of leaving your comfortable job, moving to a new city, or accepting that getting a haircut was a terrible idea. Cue flashback to the bowl cut era. Yeah, that wasn't a fun time to be around. But what happens when we cast our ridiculous spell? That intimidating job interview buggert might turn into you confidently nailing every question while the interviewers are inexplicably dressed as fluffy pink bunny rabbits? The fearsome moving to a new city buggert. It's you navigating around town and everyone speaks in hilariously squeaky chipmunk voices. And that terrible haircut buggert. It's now you sporting the most outrageous do, turning heads and starting an unexpected fashion trend. Not possible in my life, but hey, in imagination. 
anything's possible, right? The point is when we can turn the scary into the silly, change seems less like a dementor sucking out our happiness and more like a quirky, mischievous friend who's just got a funny new joke to share. Remember, it's the fear of the unknown that makes change feel like you-know-who, but just like he who must not be named, fear diminishes when we dare to speak its name, to laugh in its face, and cast out our very own ridiculous spell. So when you feel fear of the unknown or change, speak its name and realize that it's a silly holdover from days where a small change could lead to a major impact for a lot of early humans. So grab your wands, I mean your courage, and let's make change the punchline of our next great adventure. And maybe the absurdity of it all can help push forward and reach the dream that you've been wanting to go after. I don't think that was quite as cheesy. But again, at the end of the day, we really just want to look at fear for what it is. And a lot of times it's absurd. A lot of times there's nothing to be afraid of. It's all perceived things that aren't real. And it's just a way to look at it, have some fun with it, and maybe don't take it quite so seriously. Baby steps? It means setting small, reasonable goals for yourself one day at a time. Well, I got to admit, I am liking this segment, maybe just because it reminds me of What About Bob, and that's a great movie and pretty darn funny. But I also enjoy thinking of small five-minute ways of incorporating this journey into my life, especially for weeks like the last two, which have been extremely busy for me. And it makes me feel good that I have a five-minute option to take a small step if that's all the time that I have. So for today's baby step, take five minutes to think about a fear that has kept you from trying something. And really let that fear have its moment. Think about all the scary things about it that have danced in your mind and then simply acknowledge those fears. That's it. Don't dwell on them. Just let your fear have its moment. Let it say everything it needs to say and then just move on. Don't even think about convincing yourself not to be afraid. Just say, yep, I'm afraid of this and that's just because my biology wants to protect me from the unknown. And if you get a chance, do the same again. And hopefully you'll eventually realize that these fears are fine and you don't have to let them control you. It's a slow process. It's not a one-time thing. It's a journey. And if we just take moments, even brief moments, to let our fears have their moment and then move on, I think we'll find that fear will stop holding us back from achieving anything that we want. All I have to do is take one little step at a time and I can do anything. Mm. All right, so it's the time of the show where we talk about the past week and do a recap. And, you know, I would encourage you in your mind to think about this past week if you've tried any of these things along the journey and see how they went. Well, I use time blocking almost every day this week, and my productivity was honestly off the charts. I was able to block time to spend one Pomodoro focused completely on one task and spread those throughout the day. And it was a game changer for me. I simply blocked off time that I knew I had meetings in the morning and then I would fill the rest of the day in with planned periods of focus. It enabled me to practice my habits for even longer periods of time than I had been before. And I didn't feel like I had less time and it sounds kind of odd, but I honestly felt like I had more. And I hope if you tried it, you found some of similar successes. And if you didn't try, maybe just take the baby step of scheduling one 25 to 30 minute section of your day kind of like we talked about last week in the baby step segment. So again, for me, it really made a huge impact and I'm excited about continuing this and working to do an even better job of blocking more of my time 
because I really felt super productive. And again, somehow I felt like there was more time, which really doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but it really worked well for me. And I hope you had some successes as well. Well, that about does it for this week. Sending love and positive vibes your way. And I hope we can all focus on living, loving, learning, and maybe making our fears seem a little ridiculous. See you next time. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to reach out to the show, email me at livelovelearnthepodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget, there's still one more coffee mug up for grabs. Who doesn't want a free coffee mug with a cute turtle on it? Come on, let's be honest. If you do send an email and you're the next one, it's coming your way. May the odds be ever in your favor. All right, Secret Book Club listeners. I finished The Martian last week and I absolutely loved it. I'm noticing a pattern though in my chapter reactions in the Fable app. I seem to comment on every chapter until about 10, maybe 15 chapters in and then I'm so into the book that I forget and then I do a final post of the book and maybe that's just how I consume books and we'll see, but I certainly uh, am noticing a pattern so far. I started a new book this week as well and I'm about halfway through already. Jordan, a good family friend who will always be my little sister, suggested Dispatches from Pluto, Lost and Found in the Mississippi Delta. I wasn't sure what to expect, but since it was from Jordan, I knew it would be good. And so far, it really is. I'm about eight chapters in, and it's a fascinating look into the culture and everyday life of people living in the Mississippi Delta. It deals with race, gender, politics, and a host of other issues as they play out in the Delta. I'm not going to put this on the Fable app because this book doesn't have an audiobook version. So this is truly me just reading and it's going well so far, but it takes a lot of mental energy for me to focus on reading without audio. So I'm pretty drained after I finish chapters and I don't really feel like writing responses at that point. So I'm just going to focus on reading for this one and we'll get back to the Fable app for the next book where we have an audiobook. Based on the first eight chapters, I definitely recommend this book to anyone who is looking for something to add to their book list. Um, And it just gives some perspective that is probably pretty difficult to attain unless you also move to the Delta. And I personally don't have any plans of that, although it does seem like a fascinating place so far. I plan on finishing it this week and the next book I choose will have an audiobook for sure so I can get back into reading and also posting on the Fable app. I hope you're enjoying whatever book you're reading and at least that you would consider putting dispatches from Pluto on your to read list. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time.